Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Henry Kaminsky. How are you doing, Henry? And where are you hanging out right now? I'm doing amazing. I am in beautiful New Jersey and uh, I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me again. Oh, it's my pleasure and an honor. Thank you for being here. Henry Kaminsky Jr. is the founder of Unique Designs, a full-service design, branding, and digital marketing agency that is dedicated to helping personality brands, coaches, consultants, influencers, speakers, and authors design and grow their brands, scale their profits, and increase their exposure online. He's the host of the popular Brand Doctors podcast, where he talks about strategies that help entrepreneurs design and reputable and profitable personal brands. As a self-taught graphic designer and brand consultant, he overcame all the odds to build a wildly successful multi-million dollar business over the past 14 years. He has worked with a diverse range of business owners and professionals, including celebrities like John Bon Jovi and Fabio Viviani, as well as internet marketing expert Russell Branson, who has named Henry the Million Dollar Brander and recently has been in, uh, inducted into the ClickFunnels 2 Comma Club by generating over 1 million with one single sales funnel using the ClickFunnels software. I think your mission and statement that the quality of your brand will determine the quality of your clients and the quality of your clients will determine the quality of your life is remarkable and very inspiring. So I'm very thankful that I can talk to you today. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. What, a, what an intro. <laughs> Absolutely. Here you go. <laughs> Should we dive in? Let's do it. Let's do it. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? So my ideal client is the client who is a personality brand. So they could be a coach, a consultant, like you mentioned before. Uh, they've been in business for a while now. They're starting to pick up momentum and they do not have the clarity and confidence in their online presence, right? <clears throat> they don't have the systematic way of taking a potential lead or potential audience member of their social media and converting that lead into a sale online, right? So we've worked with, like you mentioned, personality brands like Fabio Viviani. He owns hundreds of restaurants and, and has been uh, on Top Chef a bunch of times, uh, John Bon Jovi. Not to say that he had an issue with uh, online presence, um, but there was, a, there was a point in time where he wanted to really beef up his fan club. And he was really getting into the e-commerce space and the fan club just wasn't reaching the audience as efficiently as he wanted. And so what we did is we came in and we realized like, holy macro, you're performing in front of thousands of people in arenas across the country and the world, why not drop marketing material 
down into the stands while you're performing, while you have that dense, populated, concentrated audience. And so that's what we did. So we created all this marketing material that would get drop shipped to the the stadiums prior to him um, performing. And so talk about an influx of visibility to the fan club after we 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 did that. So yeah, that's that's my ideal client. They're looking for clarity and confidence within their brand so that they can attract the quality clients that they deserve. Excellent. I, I totally get it. So it's the, the in the internet age, you know, there's so much more to marketing. It gets even more in detail and having an, an expert like you is super helpful in that regard. So um, what are common mistakes um, folks typically make when you're trying to solve the problem, you know, in the internet, so to speak, with their marketing? <laughs> I think the biggest problem that they have is clarity on who they want to serve and getting very clear on that because that is the foundation of your brand. I always tell my clients, it, we're not designing this brand for you, unfortunately. We're designing it for your client. They really don't care if you like the color blue. They don't care if that logo has a round icon or a square icon. They care about how this brand is going to make them feel and help them get over the problems that they're having. So we really have to design the brand around who your ideal client is. So it's, it's, it's fascinating to watch when I bring them into the brand accelerator program and I start asking questions like, what are the pains and, and, and strengths of your ideal client? And they sort of just look at me bright eyed and like, I don't, I, I'm not quite sure. There's, there's 15 people that I want to help and they all have 15 different problems. I go, there's the problem right then and there. So really identifying who your ideal client is, getting extremely clear with that and making sure that your specialization is going to meet their needs. Mm. No, wonderful. So it, it, it's so true. It starts with your ideal audience and to have the clarity, as you say, is, is the most important piece in marketing. It all, it, it really starts from there. So before I ask Henry, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. If you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that issue? Well, a lot of times uh, clients come and they say, you're a content creating machine. How do you put out so much content and how do you make it so relevant so that you're bringing in, you know, dozens of leads a, a, a week? And I tell them, I focus on two things. One is handling objections and creating that content. So a lot of times, because I'm not cheap, a lot of times I have to be confronted with the price objection. So I create content around that, right? And I get playful with it. I, I entertain with it. Um, I get confrontational with it sometimes. Um, and I really, with my New Jersey upbringing, I really bring it to them straight, right? And they, and they, they, they appreciate that. My audience really appreciates that. That's one thing that I do with my content that really helps create my positioning, but it also creates my authority as well. The other thing that I do with my content is I have a pulse and an ear to 
my audience every single day. So I'm going into comments and I'm looking for the questions. I'm asking questions, right? Um, to my audience, getting them engaged, getting them involved and getting an idea of where they're struggling, right? And then I create content simply answering those questions. <laughs> and, and now what happens is your social media presence becomes a library or resource guide, if you will, or, a, or an FAQ on steroids because you have a pulse on who your ideal client is, what their pains are, what they're asking, and you're answering those questions. So it's so simple when you break it down like that. But we like to complicate things. You know that, right? We love to make things harder than what they are. And I'm saying it's, it's, it's really not. It all comes down to understanding who you're trying to serve and working backwards. When you can do that, everything gets easier. Yeah, it's, it's so true. So instead of just thinking about what uh, might help them, just simply ask them, get in touch with them and create and have the interaction with them it's your it's it, you know it's it's all about communication at the end of the day one person talks to the other so definitely super valuable yeah um, i'll give you i'll give you a little tool sure. i'll give you a little tool to use um so we use a a free service online it's called answerthepublic.com and all you have to do is go to that url and type in the keyword that's around your niche so for me i'm i'm, I'm typing in personal branding I'm typing in consultant. I'm talking, uh, I type in digital marketing. I type in uh, sales funnels. I type in all these different keywords. And what Answer the Public does is it scours the internet and spits back to you all the questions that people are typing into Google revolving around that keyword. And there's little green icons next to each question. The darker the green, the more the question is being typed in. Mm. The lighter the green, not so much of a popular question. So I stay away from those. But that gives me content for, for months, right? Just by going to the, and it's free. It's free. I mean, you could, do, you could do three searches a day, which is plenty. The other thing that I like to do is I like to go to competitor websites. I like to go straight to their case studies, straight to their testimonials. And I like to listen to the language that their clients are using mm -hmm. that speak about my competitor. And what I've done is I've created over the years, I've created like a 50 page swipe file on a Google drive. I'm telling you right now, if something happens to that drive, I will cry. I will cry because I've put so much effort into that, but I broke it down into two sections, pains and wants. So when I'm listening to those cases, when I'm listening to those testimonials, I'm listening for the pains and I'm listening for the wants. And I take those keywords that those clients say, and I write them in this, in the spreadsheet. And now I have 50 pages of content ideas, right? You know, I had, I, I was listening to one case study and the one case study said, you know, I was spinning my wheels for months. I had 50 ideas in my head and I didn't know what to execute on first. X competitor helped me do that by doing this and that and that. I'm like, oh, this is, 
I can't pay for this information. Like this, this is gold. So I encourage your, your follow your, your listeners to do the same. It's going to take a lot of the guesswork of what you need to be doing to get in front of the right people. I can't wait uh, after this call to, to, to test it out. So thank you for sharing this wonderful resource. And of course, we put uh, the link in the show description so everybody can uh, definitely check it out. <laughs> wonderful. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Oh, man. Um, what do you want to be remembered for mm, mm, deep yeah what do you and, want to be remembered for yeah that's it so what's 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 the answer to that <laughs> what is your answer of course i'm curious <laughs> well, well i have you here so yeah right <laughs> <laughs> and the topic came up occasionally uh, well I, i'll share with you guys this i struggled as a kid with confidence and self-esteem. And I grew up a very insecure kid. I had a father who worked his butt off, was a, was a, was a blue collar guy, worked as a, as a shop steward for UPS for 33 years. Um, I had this very, very wealthy uncle in the, in the highway construction space who was like the, living the lifestyle of the rich and famous. And when I would go up to visit him, I would see that lifestyle And I said, one day I want that. And then I would come home and see my father busting his butt. And I'd say, what are you doing? Like, why, why do we live in this house? Why are we doing this? Why do we drive this car? Why do we not go on vacations like all my friends? Why do we not do all of that? And I was torn. And I remember at a very young age, I said, there will be a day where I will be able to afford the luxuries And that's what I'm going to work for. Now, fast forward, what happened was I did all the right things for the wrong reasons. I wanted to impress. I wanted to show my family that I didn't have to work for the family and I could do this whole thing on my own. And, and I thought that they were proud of me. And I thought I was creating a, a life for myself that people were going to be proud of. But all it did was create a whole bunch of resentment. And I lost a lot of family members for it, for, for it. And, and, and to this day, I don't talk to many of them. And the one person that really stood by me the whole time was my, was my wife. I mean, she was there. We've been together 14 years. I've been in business 14 years. So it's a, it's a reminder. Uh, and she's seen the ups and downs. She's seen, and, and she's always stuck by my side, but she's always called me out too when I start to veer off. And she says, Henry, nobody cares that you drive that car. Nobody cares that you have that house. Nobody cares. All they care about is how you can help them. And it checks me because once in a while, I will let my ego get the best of me. And so fast forward, me and my wife, when we got married, we never wanted children. We wanted to live the lifestyle of, of, of just the two of us traveling the world like we did prior to my son being born. And then one day we get this beautiful dog that's sitting behind me right now. You can't see him, but, uh, and my friends start to say, and family members start to say, look at the way you're treating this dog. Like imagine if you had a child, 
and and we bo- I both I didn't see it yet. I I both I didn't see it yet because I said I can never be the father hmm. that that my father was to me because my parents went through a horrible divorce and my father got custody. Long story, and um, I was scared to be dad, and something happened. I was talking to one of my coaches at the time, and the coach said, "You're just afraid," but I can promise you that you would be you'd be an extraordinary father. So I start talking to my wife about starting a family. She's that she's on board. Mm. And so we try. And ironically, we couldn't start a family. And ironically, when my parents got married, they couldn't start a family either. It took them 16 years to have me. I don't know about you, but I don't know if I would do anything for 16 years, continue to fail and get up and keep going. I probably would have (laughs) tried a different route or something, right? But these two knuckleheads kept at it. And I realized that if they didn't persevere, I wouldn't be here today. Hmm. And then when I turned two, I almost died. We won't get into that, but I'm here on borrowed time. So I'm going to make the best of it that I possibly can. And so when my son was born, I made a promise to myself because I went through a lot of ups and downs in business and we don't have enough time to get into them today, but love to come back or have you on my show. We could talk about it. And what I promised myself was I am not going to let my son or I won't, I will help my son grow up with higher self-esteem and higher confidence than I ever did when I was growing up. And what I said was, it's interesting being in this line of business of branding and working intimately with, with consultants like myself and, and, and realizing how we are just children in older skin. That's all we are. We still struggle with some of the insecurities and the confidences, the confidence that, that we struggled with when we were young. Hmm. And what I say is one day my son will be of age where he's going to Google my name. Hmm. I want him to be proud of what he sees what he hears, what he reads. Mm. And all of this content is going to be the, the stepping stones for him to create and be the man that he wants to be when he gets my age. Mm. And if I could do that by helping other people, then I'm doing my life's work. And so I want to be remembered as the guy that leaves you better than he found you. Hmm. Wonderful. Wow. Um, What an inspiring story about legacy and uh, already having the shivers, uh, which takes away a little bit my final question, but it's a lead way into it. And uh, it's so important, uh, you know, the stories around our family. So, my last question to you is when was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Man, it happened literally two days ago. So I'm, wow. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. so happy that you asked that question. So my, my 
wife's grandfather is 96 years old. God bless him. Mm-hmm. And um, he was a caddy, a, a golf caddy for 85 years. He was the caddy to Yogi Berra, the famous baseball player, for like 20 years. So they became best buds. So long story short, we had a bit of a heat wave here in New Jersey over the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. So we were all going to go out to dinner on Tuesday to, to this Italian place that we go to all the time. And he says, I'm going to sit home. I don't feel comfortable going out. It's hot. I'm just, I just, I'm not, I'm not comfortable. I'm not. So I said, okay. So we go out, we come back. Now we were going to just, we brought him some food and we were going to leave. And he says, I don't want is to leave. Mm-hmm. Now his wife right now is in the hospital, small, th- nothing major, but he's by himself. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm not comfortable with you guys leaving. Mm-hmm. What if I fall? Now he's, he's about as frail as you could be at this point. He's 96. Can't mm-hmm. barely hear, can only see out of one eye. And I could see him going into this panic attack, if you will. And the words that he was saying to us were riveting. He was saying, and this is where I got the goosebumps. He said, I think I lived a good life. I never, I didn't leave my family in debt. I worked hard. And he started rattling off all the jobs. I'm in the Caddy Hall of Fame. I'm this and that. And then he turns around suddenly and, and bolts into his room and he starts pulling out cash and checkbooks and paperwork like his will and all that. Like I thought I'm now I'm in my head going, he thinks he's going tonight. Like he thinks he's going to the next universe tonight. Mm -hmm. And my, my four-year-old son is sitting there seeing this. Now I'm getting a little concerned for him. My, 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 he, he's smart kid and he knows something was up. He just didn't know what, Mm-hmm. And it just seeing that. So we get him to my mother-in-law's house and he's, he calms down because now he knows he's going to sleep well and there's people around and so, right? Mm-hmm. But the whole time, it's about a 15-minute ride to my mother-in-law's and the whole time I'm, it's pretty quiet in the house, uh, in the car, and I'm just thinking to myself like, how are you going to feel when you're 96? God willing, you're, you live that long. Will you be able to look back and say, man, was that one hell of a ride? Or will you look back and say, I shoulda, coulda, woulda. And I said, you know what? I'm not living that life. I'm going to go out and I'm going to do what I need to do, what I feel is right to do. And not only create wealth for myself, but for the folks that, that I can serve and live life to the fullest because when you zoom out and you look at life, we are only here for two minutes. Hmm. It may feel like 96 years sometimes, <laughs> but we are only on this planet physically for a very, very short time. So what are you going to do with that time? Who are you going to impact? And how are you going to be remembered? Hmm. Wow, what a wonderful story to, to end uh, our conversation. This is really inspiring and having the shivers right now and it goes so deep and so thank you henry for our conversation for sharing this wonderful goosebumps moment 
uh, with your family. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insight you shared with us today. Oh, thank you again for having me. And like I, like I said, I would love to have you on my show as a thank you to, you know, you introducing me to your show and your audience. So uh, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I would love to come. Thank you. And it was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.